But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch, it is Gooch, Nick is returned and is behind the glass today. We hope everybody's doing well out there. We hope everybody's enjoying their Tuesday and had a great freaking Monday. Everybody had a good Monday. I know I did. I'm surprised I have a voice. I was a little bit of a Mark boy last night. I cheered my little ass off, um, but it was fun. Uh, me, Tommy D, and and Rasslin Rob went out to the garden last night. We had ourselves a beer ski over at Blarney's, the same place we went to when we went to the Knicks game. Uh, we enjoyed that. And then, um, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, Raw was great. The garden was rocking. The place was sold out, literally, bro. When you looked around, not a single seat open. It was nuts. It was, it was a little bit disappointing that Vince did not no make Vince, an appearance. No Vince. Post-retirement appearance. It's funny. Um, it's funny. You know what? who did start the show? Logan Paul. Oh, nice. Logan Paul started the show with a straight-up street fight with uh, with The Miz. Did he win? No, it was like a street fight. Like it well, just they're like going to be, a, a skirmish. Team, they're gonna no. be tag team partners soon. Bro. No, well, they already were, and then Miz oh. turned on him at WrestleMania, and now they're fighting at WrestleMania, at SummerSlam. Wrestling, fighting, whatever fighting. you want to call it. Yeah, fighting. Fight them! Um, anyway, so that's last night in a nutshell. It was a lot of fun. Had uh, you have yourself a decent Monday night? Yeah, the heat wave is broken. Uh, to a degree a little bit so it's, it's, like it's going back up today 90 and well, i mean it's like 89 right now 90 i'm okay with that it's that, not that's 95 fine. it's not a buck 10 there's not like this disgustingly blaring sun just crushing you as soon as you step outside it's not bad today no it's human. not bad it was it was nice coming out here a shout out to ray from optimum who showed up here bright and early at eight o'clock to fix our internet and like Knock on all the wood in the world. We'll see if some of the stuff yeah. that he did, his magic. It was one of those situations this morning where I was like, happy Ray was here, but I was also like, fuck, Ray. Like, right now, really? <laughs> yeah. I got here early right. to get some stuff We're, done, and I just couldn't get it done. The internet was a, a little bit of a, an issue. But, again, shout out to him and his uh, his hard work. So, um, if you want to support Chop Sports, you could do so. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. There's a three, a five, a $10 variation on how to do that. Uh, sign up. It's a subscription service. I'm sure that you forget about all your other subscription services. You just let them continuously run up your bill. You know which one I had to cancel yesterday? Finally, for the first time in like months, I was like, I'm so tired of getting the email. Like, thank you for your purchase. And I'm like, what the hell? I canceled and got rid of my PlayStation Plus. I have not been able to play Madden or play Call of Duty or anything like that where I used to play vigorously. Now I can't do it or I don't have time to do it. So why am I going to pay him 10 bucks a month? 10 bucks. Yeah, I spend like $61 a month on subscriptions that I do not use. Well, at least. I would I would least. definitely go and, and get rid of that shit. I you say know it what to mean? myself like, every single time I get the email and it says, oh, you've been charged $9 from Printify. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> now that makes like $45 over the course of five months. Right, so it all adds up, man. It all adds up. But you know what doesn't add up? Three. $3 does not add up. After the whole year, you had spent $36 on Chop Sports, and that helps us tremendously. So thank you guys for supporting the show. Like the video on YouTube. All that good shit. Gooch, lots of sports going on in the world today. How about a rundown? Yeah, so a Subway Series, tick, uh, I guess you can't really say kicks off, but a Subway Series starts tonight. First pitch around 7 o'clock as the Yanks visit Flushing to see who the King of New York is, mm. at least the regular season King of New York, because this will definitely be settled later on in October. And Michael King, recently diagnosed with a fractured elbow, News is coming out that he will not require Tommy John surgery. I didn't know that was even in the equation, so I guess it's good news. But I heard they rule him out for the year, so you yeah, would figure that was. But fractured elbow doesn't it's a broken bone, not a tendon. line up with a right. Tommy John surgery. So mm -hmm. I guess that's good news, but really bad news in the sense that a fractured elbow even considered Tommy saw John surgery. saw it happen, surgery. too. He like went down. Was like, that was a non-contact injury, correct? No, he threw. Well, that's it. that's what I'm saying. He was in the Yeah, like he threw it, it so hard. You like saw he got it like hit. dangle. Yeah, like he giving fucking... me Dave Dravecki vibes. If anyone knows Ugh. the Dave Dravecki story, go look it up. It's fucking terrible. I thought you were going to say, i give you a dollar. Um, <laughs> okay, so obviously the, the baseball trade deadline is coming around, I think, July 31st. So we will do a Friday special on the Major League Baseball trade deadline with final predictions and things like that. But as of now, there is no movement on Luis Castillo. I've kind of scoured the internet this morning and didn't really see anything new that wasn't already reported over the past couple of days. 
But there is news coming out of Washington regarding the Juan Soto deal. There's about 12 teams now that are officially in the mix, (laughs) and it keeps on growing and growing. I believe yesterday was like six to eight teams, and now instead of being the Braves or the Cardinals as the front runners, it's saying that the Padres are the front runners. And really, this is all just according to different polls and reports. There is no actual front runner. The highest bidder will be the front runner. Well, isn't that your thing that you always say that you're like, like do your due diligence? You know what I mean? Like everybody's in on it. If you're gonna have twelve teams that are interested, you better listen to twelve fucking offers. But I'm saying I think thirty teams are interested. Twenty nine teams are interested. Well, there's teams that just don't have the finances, and there's teams that talking to you combining the finances with the fact that they're bottom dwellers right now. They're not gonna make a deal to to inherit twenty million a year on the books plus the contract extension Mm. that's imminent. So. The Nationals did announce that they're really not trying to move off of Juan Soto until a until a Josh Bell deal is is delivered. So they're looking to move Josh Bell. It could be an intriguing option to add Josh Bell to the deal. I've always liked him. I've had him um, on fantasy for nearly like, nearly for one free time. in terms of player uh, compensation, but they're going to have to take on the bulk of that contract. But look, the Mets are involved on the Schwarber thing. I mean, not the Schwarber on the Josh Bell thing. The Brewers and the Astros. So any. Three of those teams would be a nice addition, and I, I feel like it'll be Vogelbach's last day in the lineup if they <laughs> if they grab Josh. Wow, Bell. that was short. I finally did get to watch the video of him motoring around third base. You do not want to be on the track when the train's no, you, coming you through. Do but not, you do not. So no. um, that's it for Major League Baseball. Again, we'll talk more about the Juan Soto thing, maybe even on this episode, but for sure as the week goes on, and we'll keep you guys updated on that. Moving over to the gridiron. We have Kyler Murray. His contract was officially signed, and now some of the details are starting to pour out on the what actually is in the contract and the verbiage. And there is a stipulation that requires four hours of independent study time Incredible. per week. So oh I don't know God. if this is just something that's being nitpicked because it's Kyler and the boohoo Kyler situation, but I don't want to study. A, is this typically something you would see? Throughout the NFL with a quarterback's contract, I don't know. I haven't scoured the fine print, but it is funny nonetheless. And how do you hold a guy like this accountable? My dad broke the news to me. I'm on the train. He goes, did you see this, Kyler? I said, no. And then I looked it up on Bleach Report, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, they have to they have to track. Like, what, is he going to wear a wristband? You have to log on? Like, what are you going to do? Maybe. You have to work from home like some people? Since it's independent film study, I guess there's really no – no way to track it. It's not like maybe they could do something like the Jamarcus Russell thing where they give him a blank playbook and then they test him on it and see if he <laughs> Did you get that dollar that test? I left in the third page. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we'll Dude, see. What a, what we'll a see. I, I mean, look, with the second. with the modern day NFL player and maybe you having to hold some of these guys a little more accountable, it could be something we see more with the younger guys. Um in Green Bay, bah, Packer bah, Land bah. in Title Town. We call cares. it Title Town over here. Uh, Matt LaFleur and Goot, Brian Gutenkunst, signed extensions. I'm not exactly sure on the details. Uh, on the article I read, it it actually had the details omitted, but I know it's it's a good thing. I'm sure it's a nice pay raise. <laughs> Gutenkunst had a little rocky start with Green Bay. You were out on him for a little while. I mean, I mean with the Rodgers thing, yeah, I, I, I would mean, be on look, him too. He rectified the situation by bringing in Randall Cobb for his 31 catches oh, last year. No. And keeping Aaron Rodgers happy, <laughs> he handled the Devontae Adams situation, I think, as best anyone could have. Gave him the most money he could have. Right, he matched the offer, if not topped it. Devonte went where he went, but we we really uh, repaired the relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, it was report day today for the man himself, two-time reigning MVP, reported to Lambeau Field, wow. the Packers camp, wow. and he had the Nicolas Cage con air look going on. You know how he. Uh, it's a little weird with the costumes, but, you know, he's a really damn good quarterback. Yeah, no, freakish person. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know what? I want to circle back a little bit, back to Major League Baseball, because I skipped over this, and it's definitely important because I talk about it a decent amount. Major League Baseball Players Association Association uh, rejected the proposals put forth by the league in regards to the international player draft. So that is next. It at least will get revised again in the offseason, but as of now – Things are going to stay the way they were this year, and that's actually a good thing for some of the higher market teams such as the Yankees because we acquire a lot of the capital in the free agent pool, international pool money. If we trade a, let's say, Luke Voigt midseason, arbitrary guy, I'm not not saying this is what happened, we would trade him to, let's say, the Padres, and the Padres would give us $5 million in international International pool pool money. money, So we're able to spend a little bit more. The Yankees have been uh, stockpiling that for quite some time, so it helps because typically we're a playoff team. Don't really pick high in the draft, and it gives us an opportunity to get some blue-chip international guys. So moving past that, Hmm. back to the NFL. 
Keeping it in the NFC North, Roquan Smith announced that he will be holding out this season. I'm not sure what his stipulations are for his new contract, but he is one of the premier players in the NFL. He's no Micah Parsons. I would say he's a top 10 defender, maybe overall, one of the most underrated players in football. Um, Definitely deserves his money, and hopefully he holds out all season. (laughs) Uh, The NFL NFL power rankings were released on Bleacher Report or updated, revised, whichever you want to say. I'm not sure what could have moved in the last well, this week is, this to 10 is now days. post-draft, post-free agency, yeah, he- but, heading into training but camp. But to my knowledge is they released one like a, a couple weeks ago. Maybe there's like just, a couple guys might be a couple here things here or there, and in, no injuries took place. New contracts. So we'll see. We'll, see. We'll, maybe we'll scour over that a little bit later if we have some time. And um, I do – there's no real NBA stuff, so it's just football and baseball today, but there is a little – article that came out on ESPN saying like Kawhi Leonard, Zion Williamson, and Ben Simmons, three former stars of yesteryear. I say two years, yesteryear, two years ago. Mm. Which one of these guys has the best chance to make a resurgence in the NBA? And well, we could talk about that if we have time at the end of the, oh, right, at the end gonna, of the hour. All right, I was going to say that's that it for the run. Simmons is afraid of his shadow, so I don't think he's going to be. Yeah, playing. yeah. But uh, as far as the Subway Series is concerned, boys and girls, like I am pumped for this. You can't make two. No, I'm not making any excuses right off the rip, but you really can't make you can't like look at these two games as like the pivotal ones, right? You got to look at the whole thing as a whole. They play two at Shea, they play two or City Field, they play two at Yankee Stadium, right? So that four is the subway series. It's not like, oh, we took the first two. Great. Or now we'll take the last two. Great. It is, however, there's a little bit more, at least on the chop sports world. Because if you're on the Facebook group, you see this shit every day. It's a debate about who's better, blah, blah, blah. Look, record shows, the Yankees are better right now. That's fine. The pitch matchups are a little worrisome. Max gets to go tomorrow against Domingo Herman. So I'm just like, oh, God. And you know you're going to get the Janine. Uh, I decided to suck today, you know, uh, Facebook posts. And then, so, like, I don't expect us to do well tomorrow. Today, however, might be a different story. Maybe we get ahead of them. You know, they're lead off you know the 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 away team so they get to kind of jump on them quick we'll see what happens but i'm excited about it um the subway series to me is is more it's a little bit more vigorous now this year now that both teams are competitive and people are gonna be like is this a preview of of october series preview yes i'll do it i'll go there i'll go there if there's a chance that it's gonna happen it's this year dave we've been waiting for this for 20 years i know you're kind of I don't want to say that you're afraid of the Mets because I don't think you are, but you don't want to play the Mets in the World Series. No. And I don't understand that. It would be great. This week is going to be great for us and for baseball. And look, sometimes for, for content have to, purposes, sure. Look, great. We'll laying talk it, about laying it. it all on the line is what it's all about. I feel like when you put pressure on yourselves, us as fans talking as much about shit it, as we do, but, it makes it what that's yeah, what the but, fanhood's all about. But here, here's the thing. Like, do you think the Yankees have, like, a buffer? Meaning, like, let's just say they meet in the World Series and the Mets win the whole damn thing. Do the Yankees fans are like, well, we got you in 2000. No, no, no. You know Absolutely I mean? like, not. And anybody that says that has to get their head examined because <laughs> that's what sports are all about. Look, we I went through the, the first three quarters of my life having seen maybe even more less now that I think about it. Up until 20, 2003, I was, like, firmly believing in, like, the fact that there was an actual curse in Major League Baseball <laughs> and that the Red Sox were actually doomed and couldn't win until they did. And it doesn't – it made me hate the Red Sox more. It doesn't make me like the Yankees less. It doesn't make me root less. It's part of it. And being a fan, you have to learn to take your lumps sometimes. Hopefully, for my sake and yours, it's not this year and it's not tonight or tomorrow. I'm with you. I'm with you. And now spinning back to the Kyler thing for a second, like – you said a phrase that really like, like just, you know, like really not ticked me off, but like, just like you, you said, I believe, and I'm, I'll paraphrase in case I completely don't get it all right. But you said something around, along the lines of like today's athlete, today's yes. athlete, right? That is so bothersome to me. You're telling me that like this guy has to be held by the hand. He's a professional athlete. QB one of an NFL franchise. He has to be held by the hand to make sure that he logs four hours of study time. Like, what are we doing? Like, what, what can he be doing so extravagant in his life? And I know he just got the bag of bags, right? So he's got all the money in the world. What do, what do you have, have to do about, to like, be dedicated to your does craft? Madden count? I'm sorry. Independent film study. I was playing Madden coach. I've learned a lot in Madden. I mean, I've same, learned a lot same. in Madden. I used to but run like, my flag football, but, like create my plays in Madden. Right. I just, I would, 
Right. Madden plays is where I learned about defenses and like learned about different things here and there. Right. But no, 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 no. He's a millionaire, 80 million times over or whatever the hell he's making. Right. And and now he needs to be told, hey, man, even more so. Make now. sure you get in the books even more so now. Like now you like you were rich and you had like all this money to do what you wanted. But now you're like really, really rich. rich. Right. So now we have to really hone in on you. It's a look. It lends to did you hear but Big like, Ben's comments last week? Who? Big Ben. No. Big Ben, he was interviewed. I don't know what podcast. Oh, he said he would he come back on. too. By the way, well, yeah, he I, I did see that. He should not. But Big <laughs> Ben was basically saying about like what was his biggest takeaway over his career outside of rape. You know, well, <laughs> alleged outside of outside of like the on the field stuff. Like, okay, how has the game changed? And he said, well, when I first came into the league, it was definitely a lot more sacrifice by the individual, and over the course of time it's been leaning more towards the selfish player and look we're we're calling it how pretty much everyone else calls it this isn't news but it's also not a play individual player thing it's a generational thing it's how mm. little league sports are being run it's about how our kids are being coddled now it's not just like you can't be like kyler how could you it's like look at everyone in that generation is largely the same i know but like when our generation that's old school now that's the anomaly you remember you remember like i don't know about you but like when i was a ford's bearcat shout out to the bearcats when i was a ford's bearcat it was night one august 1st first day of practice also here's the playbook and like i was fucking pumped i'm also, like look at all this also, shit also to me i feel like it's it might be a little bit of a douchebag move by the cardinals to put that language in the contract and or or Kyler it wasn't a supposed to be public knowledge until somebody was like uh what's this and they have to like all of a sudden explain pretty sure themselves. That these guys there's always listen, do go public. there's always gonna be like clauses in these contracts where like all right uh don't party or don't do this or don't play a pickup basketball game you know joe burrow is gonna get the study film clause probably not probably not Probably not. I wonder if Justin Herbert's going to get the study film. Uh, where are you going with this? <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going. Are with you? It. You're going to go there right now. I am. I am, and I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to go there. Yeah, but I'm yeah, saying that yeah, you will. Lightly. You will hear this come about most likely. Like if Lamar signs his new deal, and there's a, a you have to study film contract clause. I mean, then there is a reason for a cause for concern. If if I'm looking at Joe, all the new guys, and it's like Jalen Hurts, you got to study. Wow. All you right. Know? Well, bro, let's let's not act like the NFL is not. Um, are habitually you, guilty? Of, are you kidding me? They put end racism in the end zone. Oh, it's fixed. over. Fixed. <laughs> it's oh, it's fixed. fixed. Just like that. Boom. Done. Hey, Gone. Man. Never like I see it. I, I listen. I you said or, it. Or, I, I already I already or, thought I'm, it. But I'm, like yeah, you I'm, said, I'm putting it, it's it's it out there as like you know, keep your eyes peeled for these new contracts that are that are going to get signed in the next year or two, and we'll look at these these fine prints. Like Lamar's going to be like a spelling bee. You know, like <laughs> spell couch. <laughs> C. Oh, all right. are you next. going to the mall later? That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, who knows what's next with this? This is bullshit. The fact that he has to do this is a little dumb because I think already he should be doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it's an, well, be a clause in a contract. That's my point. And it's like independent film study. There's no way to there's no way to really track it. So there's no way to really find him for it. So I'm not sure why it's even in there other than the fact that for us to be making fun of it and talking about how Kyler's boohoo Kyler, I think it's not doing them any favors in, in the locker room. And I don't think it's doing any favors in front of the media. Kyler Murray should not have to answer a question from some douchebag reporter about whether he studies film or not, because I'm sure Kyler Murray studies film. I'm sure he does. Right. Just like just like when people shouldn't be asked about if they heard the booze or not. Yeah, they're stupid questions. Yeah, they're, they're but, dumb, like, but, did you study last? It's but, like when we failed the test. But here's the did thing. Did you study? But here's wow. the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> the the fans booing and the reporter asking the question. That's all organic, right? Not that this isn't. The reporters are are gonna read the fine print. They're gonna read all the headlines and they're gonna ask him about it. It didn't have to be in there. It would have never have gotten asked if the team didn't put it in. Bailey they could have just in. had a little quick aside and be like, bro, we're giving you $230 million. You better fucking study four hours a week. Yeah, Bailey coming in. I think it just shows that Kyler is a little childish. Maybe he's not fully committed to the game. Bad locker room guy was a name for him for a Look, while, right? Bailey, he's just because he's short doesn't mean he's not a grown-up. <laughs> right? He's full grown. He just didn't get that gene in his makeup. Imagine <laughs> like, if they ever made him study once in, in his entire life in school. Maybe he would study more. But athletes don't have to study. This is very true. Very good point. I actually yeah. like that point. When you're when you're a stud athlete, you don't even go to class. And, and that's true. I asked half the NIL guys we had last year, like, hey man, what'd you get in chemistry? And they're well, they like, were chemistry. Like, they were, half of them were like 60 or seniors too. It's like, oh, COVID, <laughs> baby, COVID. 
I'm eligible. Oh I'm el- I might God. be actually eligible for for a college tryout. Sam Grasso asked me, "What year did I play for the Fords Bearcats?" Well, uh, if we're oh, damn, do I have to think? All right, so I was eight for the Mighty Mites, nine for the Junior Peewees, ten for the so t- what am I? Thirty six, twenty six years ago from today? I don't know. Ninety four, ninety five. I was over there. Ninety six. I was on the first Mighty Might team. How about that? The inaugural. Can't say that word. Mighty Might team. Uh, eight years old. Put on the pads. I remember Mustafa Ali, Muhammad Ali, Mustafa Ali, Matt Ali, uh, his father drove me into the first game. Maybe the first pair of boobs I ever saw. You know why? Because he had like one of those um, air fresheners. It was a girl. And I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> right? This is fun. That's, that's I'm like, eight. That's legendary dad shit. It is legendary dad, dad shit. That is some good dad shit right there. But anyway, I won't be showing my kids any, uh, any of that stuff anytime soon. But anyway, let's go over. Uh, let's uh, give a shout out first and foremost to Fusco. Are you guys worried that you're going to run out of money in retirement or how you're going to pay for some long-term health care? Will your family be okay? Will you be able to study for your exams? Stop worrying and start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security for greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance, uh, life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available on all states. And of course, if you're a small business owner right now, you can offer your clients and your People that you work with, uh, some financing. If you have a 540 Fusco score, Flaco score, that should be, he should just call it a Fusco score. Absolutely trademark that shit. You're welcome. Um, prestige fact, uh, prestige tax financing.com forward slash business financing. Guys, go use Michael Fusco because he's, he actually hit me up. He's like, listen, I want to keep supporting you guys. We're like, we're still rolling with this. I, I really want people to really know exactly what I do. So go visit the website right after this show. Be like, what do I got to do today? I got to go visit. The Fusco Insurance Agency.com. Also, special shout to Dat Chat, social media, blockchain, uh, NFTs, all that good shit. And of course, Hater Fantasy Sports, which, by the way, will be filming next week, filming a commercial for uh, those guys as their website gets ramped up as we get closer and closer to fantasy football, baby. I can't wait. Um, yeah. And uh, if you have, uh, which we'll go also, um, if you're about to do some fantasy drafts, make sure you have a clean taint jungle, right? Yes. <laughs> clean your taint jungle. There and it also, is. Uh, me and Dave made a bet. Dave oh, no. said that the Jets would finish with a better record than the Dallas Cowboys this year, and the loser has to shave their eyebrows. <laughs> so it's a good thing that we 4.0. have <laughs> access to Manscaped.com's Performance Package 4.0. And um, if you use the promo code CHOPSPORTS, you get 20% off your entire order and free shipping anywhere in the world. So, Dave, your eyebrows, they're looking like they might be gone because the Jets are ranked 21st in the new ESPN Power we'll Rankings. We'll get into that Dallas in a second Cowboys before. ranked 20th. We'll Trigger get into that warning. in a second. Give me- <laughs> I give you a second to calm your blood pressure while the boys go out there and take care of their family jewels with the lawnmower 4.0. It's got the 400K LED trimmer. It is waterproof. It is guaranteed to reduce the risk of nicks and cuts with this porcelain blade that's just like the smoothest thing I ever felt. On my nutsack, well, second smoothest thing. Sorry, Ash. Oh, no. And just head on over to (laughs) manscaped.com. Use the promo code CHOPSPORTS for 20% off worldwide. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, 
some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. Twenty is the is the common number here. Twenty percent off, and the Cowboys are ranked number twenty in the power <sighs> rankings. I wonder where the Eagles fall in. I I don't know, but I I, I would do imagine ha- that they're I, higher I than twenty. Now I'm just very curious, Ash. Um, if you can, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not about to get into all that, but you brought it up, not me. Anyway, uh, it looks like so in the comments today, it looks like uh, ESPN put out their power rankings. The Cowboys are twenty, and no, and the Dave, Jets Danny, are I was trolling Dave. But he is high on the Jets, like way high. I if you listen to watch the show yesterday, Danny, uh, Mr. Philly fan, you're I can't wait to get to the Eagles, by the way. They're probably uh, um power rankings like number 16. Bullshit. No shot. If say if somebody oh, give me I was right. Look at that. Oh my God. So the, mm, all right. <laughs> I, I can't I, I'm not gonna get I mean, all into it. Wrong. Power rankings to me, and we've said this before, we've been on record to say that power rankings are a goddamn joke unless your team is one and two. Well, the, <laughs> the Major League Baseball power rankings literally just came out on Bleacher Report, and what a fucking joke because the Astros <laughs> took the number one spot because they the Yankees. beat the Yankees. So I can understand the power rankings. Yeah, and they, they ended the Mariners. How's win the streak. standings? They literally like, beat everybody. The Astros are obviously the World Series champs. I listen. Eagles being at 16. Again, we're not into the Eagles today. We're today we're talking about the Dolphins. We want a second. Real quick, though, Major League Baseball update. The Red Sox are not considering dealing Xander Bogarts or Devers. I think why that, would they? That might because they're at, that's the Red Sox MO. They're yeah, not, but I mean, they're, like, they're having real issues. I understand their season sucks, but like those are that's the yeah. that's the cornerstone of your build, right? But now. they're having real issues. If you could circle back to like months ago, maybe right in the beginning of baseball season. There's a lot of like Xander Bogarts and the Red Sox are dealing with a very similar situation to Judge. I that was Devers. Both. Both of them are due yeah. for a contract. Both due for a contract. Both wow. in a very similar Damn. situation to Judge. They're probably not going to pay both, and they're they're they owe a lot of money to Chris Sale. So it means JD Martinez is out. What does that mean? What did I, I missed something. He's also on the trading block. Oh wow. Okay. Jay yeah. Martinez right, listed so as out. So the, the trade Eagles deadline shit's going to be 15, really. Eagles not 16. And, so they gave him and a, more, a better spot. Ranked, the Dolphins are ranked number 22 behind the 21st ranked Jets. Wow, they saw Tyreek Hill spur the Jets and go to the Dolphins, and they were like, wait, hold my beer. The Jets are better, but they're not. <laughs> no, they're not even close. Well, uh, why well, don't we? What? What is We do the Dolphins today. Can't we're doing the Dolphins? Hear, and we're going to what? The Dolphins go we're going to do the Dolphins. Right now, all right, we're getting into the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, the 2022 Miami Dolphins. I don't know if my mom's watching, probably not today, but I'll definitely tell her to tune back in uh, to uh, the Miami Dolphins episode because that's today. So all you ladies out there that love the Dolphins, because I only know like three men that like the Dolphins, it's the most commonly-like team by females in the history of the sport. It's because of their colors and Dan Marino. Um, That's at least what my mom will tell you. But what I I will say is this. Isn't our boy one of the first – Chop fathers of this group? No, 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 no. One of our guys, one of our like friends, is the big one of the biggest Dolphins fans we know. Oh, Bobby Fitz. Bobby Fitz. Yeah, he's a Dolphin fan. He's half female, right? Kind of reminds me of a little lady. (laughs) And then, oh, you know, also the Dolphin fan, if I'm not mistaken, the owner, founder, commander in chief of Dat Chat, Glenn Nelson. Hey, Glenn. Okay, so Miami uh, is the uh, team that we're going to talk about today because that's that's where we're at. Tomorrow will be the New England Patriots, and of course Thursday will be the Buffalo Bills. Um, Bailey's roommate is a Dolphins fan. Hey, Bailey's hey, roommate. Bailey's roommate. <laughs> How are you? Do you like their colors? Do you like the teal? I love the color rush. Anyway, the Dolphins. Look, it's not much to joke about because I think the Dolphins are going to be pretty good too this year. Uh, they're over under is set at nine games. Um, and again, interesting because last year, nine and eight. So what Vegas thinks is they didn't do any worse and they won't do any better. So here are the, some of the key losses for the Miami Dolphins over the offseason. Uh, they lost three receivers. And you know their names because if you play fantasy football, sometimes there's plug-and-play guys where for whatever reason, if it's deep, if it's very deep, uh, you'll you'll see these names pop up. But Devontae Parker being one of them, he's not as deep on draft boards. But guys like Albert Wilson and Malik Hollis. Or, or was it Mac Hollis? Mac Hollis. I don't know why I said Malik. Yeah, right. There's another Malik on this roster that I just messed up. But anyway, so Mac Hollis, Albert Wilson, Devontae Parker. Three wide receivers. Gone. Out of town. Um, Jacoby Brissett was a loss. 
but he was replaced by somebody I believe better. We'll get into that in a second. And of course, Philip Lindsay and Duke Johnson, two guys that I believe both were on the Texans at one point last season and both wind up on Miami and both are gone. So that's interesting. Uh, the gains are where we're at, okay, where it's all about the gains. Everybody should know about that. I know about that. Ashley knows about that. The people of the lifting community know it's all about the gains, folks. And the Dolphins did do some gains, right? Obviously, the big one, Tyreek Hill, okay, one of what people are saying, one of the better receivers in football. I, again, not on the Tyreek Hill bandwagon as everybody else is, uh, but I think that, again, he's the fastest dude in the league. You get the ball in open space, he could be a nightmare. He's a nightmare to deal with. They do replace Jacoby Brissett with a Teddy Bridgewater. So Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy H2O, is heading on down to Miami, takes his talents down there. So in case there's any problems with Tua, they have a backup, a capable backup of winning games in Teddy Bridgewater. I've always liked Teddy Bridgewater. They add Melvin Ingram, okay, to their defense. They added Raheem Mostert and Cedric Wilson. Mostert is obviously better to me than both Lindsey and Duke Johnson. Mostert coming from the San Francisco system in which this guy is coming from, their new head coach. Um, Cedric Wilson, former Cowboy, uh, he kind of got himself. Dak Prescott got Cedric Wilson a payday, much like Tony Romo's done that to a couple receivers in the past. Dak Prescott really juiced up Cedric Wilson's numbers in order for him to get a nice little payday to be wide receiver three over there. Uh, Their draft, a little bit non-existent after. And then, of course, they also signed Connor Williams. He's like a holding call waiting to happen, just so you know. So be forewarned about that. But they do bring in Armstead, one of the best left tackles in football right now. Um, so and and don't discredit this. And I know Pat McAfee, since I know he watches Thomas Morstead, they bring in a new punter. So special teams matter for the brand. Um, and of course, their draft is almost non-existent because of everything they gave up just to get back. We're just talking about their draft, essentially. All the guys that they gained this year, and that is their draft, their right? Draft. They, they, like they got like Channing Tindall, Did you linebacker. The coach? Yes. Well, I mentioned him. The reason why they bring in a Raheem Mostert is because of the familiarity with the coach. Yeah, the Raheem Mostert and all 31 other running backs that are were ever decent in the last three years at catching passes. Now they're also on the uh, Miami Dolphins. I, I can look at that and say, like, obviously I mentioned Tua and Teddy as their quarterbacks. But look at this running back room. You know them all. Chase Edmonds coming over from Arizona. Ryan Mostert from San Francisco. Sonny Michelle was signed by the Miami Dolphins. And and then you have Carol Michael uh, uh Gaskins, Baskins, Carol Baskins, Miles Gaskins is over there. I should know my, the name Miles by now, uh, but spelled differently. But uh, yeah, so four running backs over there. Like, is that like just to segue over to fantasy for a second? Is the Miami running back situation just something to completely avoid? Yes, right. Avoid a big them hats. at all costs. Yeah, yeah that 100%. just seems too There much. is going to be some real value in Miami this year with fantasy in fantasy circles, but just not in the running back room. You might be able to stream a flex guy. It went once some of these guys, because a lot of them, all of them really have dealt with significant injury issues in their career. So you might get a, you know, a fresh one or two of them here or there for a game that you might be able to plug and play. But in draft in draft situations, I'm avoiding them at all costs. I completely agree. Their wide receiver core. Now, I just told you they added Cedric Wilson to kind of replace the three they lost. But Jalen Waddle in year two and Tyreek Hill. It is like the league of, of of Zoom over there. You know what I mean? There is a lot of speed on the outsides right now, and that could poise well for a guy like a, a Tua who likes to scramble a little bit and get outside the pocket and find somebody in space. Uh, the Dolphins' offense could be very, very exciting if Waddle holds up as the guy that we saw him be I mean, last Waddell, year. Waddle, I think, is the real deal. If you saw his the stuff that he was doing in practice last year, even before the season, it was is kind of telling that Waddle was the real deal. The footwork is insane. And then he delivered in-game situations. Did he set a rookie record for receptions last year? I know Don't he know. had a ton. Don't right? Know. So Waddle, Waddle led rookies in receptions, I think. Pretty sure he was. More yeah. than Jamar Chase. Um, so Jalen Waddle is a, star, a future star in this league and very, very cut from the same cloth as a Tyreek Hill, maybe not as fast and dense, if that makes sense. Uh, Tyreek Hill's very dense, played football his whole life. Yeah. Well, shit. So I think that Tyreek Hill Jalen Waddle did lead all rookies. He with 104 receptions. And that's not a rookie record. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just telling you he led all rookies. I would like to know what the rookie record is if you could find Bro, he's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He was eighth in the league. The fact that eighth in the league at a hundred plus catches is absurd to me. Sterling Sharp once held the record at Bro, like Cooper Cup had 145. <laughs> 145 catches, bro. Jesus Christ. And it you wasn't like the Michael Thomas version. He was running routes. He was running routes, he was right? Running Holy routes shit. out there, Cooper Cup. Um, and he's a 98 in Madden. That so there's the problem, Kyle. And that and he brings it up. The offensive line, while they added Connor Williams and they do have Armstead, 
that ain't good. I mean, it's it's young. Um, so that's that's kind of like, and everybody knows this. It, it's in the trenches, right? I mean, like everybody knows it's the offensive line is as good as they could be, is as good as the offense will be. So like, if they're no good and they're not giving Tua any time to do anything, none of these weapons really matter. However, if his release speed is good, like Tua, he's gonna have to get Look, the ball I, out. I, fast. I think I think with the receivers they have on the outside, you're gonna be really hard. Jalen Waddle broke the rookie record. You're gonna be hard pressed to jam these Thank guys, you, right? So yeah. if you if you jam Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill, you might get cooked. Um, they're gonna have a lot of short step drops. Look at what the 49ers did with Jimmy G. The ball drags, was, drags. Yeah, the ball was day. out. The ball was out fairly quick. Um, Tyreek Hill, there, there's concern about Tua's ability to throw the deep ball. I don't know that he's going to have to throw the deep ball all that much where it's not set up by a bunch of intermediate routes, and that's the way the 49ers have done things forever. And they got two guys that can take that And now that they have route. the same coach that was calling their offense last year over in Miami. They have a lot of running backs that are able to do decent in pass protection, and they're able to kind of leak out and catch the ball out of the backfield if the pressure if the the pocket breaks down a little bit. Look, it's not as easy as I'm saying it is. There's going to be some issues with the offensive line, but that's something that I think with the additions they made, they can have some significant improvements, especially on the left side. So we're talking about Armstead. He was hurt a lot last year, too. He was. So we'll talk more about that as we get into the Saints situation. But um, Flipping over to the defense. Now, you can't say enough about their corner tandem. Xavier Howard, one of the better ones in the league, shafted in the Madden ratings, right? And then, of course, my guy, Byron Jones uh, from Dallas. Uh, it's been, he's been over there for a while now, so I can't even say he's from Dallas anymore. Um, Emmanuel uh, Agba is their slot corner. So, like, they have a good corner tandem there. Then you got, obviously, Holland, uh, Brandon Jones behind them. They're young. Yeah, they're, they're I'm, defense, I'm interested to see the if they Dolphins can. Dolphins defense is loaded. They're loaded, but they're, but, they're, but they're young. They're not, like, they're not all household names, and that could be a good thing. Um they do. They lost Brian Flores last year, who was a defensive-minded coach. They fired him super early, and we went into that for for months, right? We just all debated about what we're gonna do, why they did it, blah blah blah. But the defense was led by a guy like that, defensive-minded coach. Now, an offensive-minded coach is coming in. Where does the defense rank now? You know what I mean? So, like, they're gonna score points, but they're probably gonna be scored on a little bit. Maybe stopping the run might be a difficult thing. It's going to be hard to pass on them. Don't get me wrong, because I think their corners the are Dolphins, really good. And I'm speaking in terms of fantasy circles. For the last three years, they finished inside the top six and, in, in total fantasy points. And I know that they're a very turnover-prone defense. Like, they force a lot of turnovers. But I don't expect that to stop because the, the roster is largely the same. Well, that's what Kyle just said. I don't think said. they're flipping their defensive scheme just because they have a, a new head coach. Kyle said uh, he's wondering if the uh, Miami keeps the, um, the man coverage butch heavy defense without Flores. Do they keep running the same defense? To me, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Like if it's working, you run it again. What's, and the person what's Flores going to do? They the play Pittsburgh later on in the season. Like, oh, I know what they're running. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you you made it. Their personnel dictates that they should be doing that type of defense. It's they've had success, but they've also not had success doing it. So it's not like they've won anything. But I think with the improvements they've made on offense, that's going to bleed over into the defense a little bit as well. If they could build some leads, they might not have to worry about stopping the run as much as they have had to in the season's past. So we'll see. I think that Miami Dolphins. We talked about when they when they traded everybody two years ago. There's probably more roster turnover on the Dolphins than any team in football. For them to be projected at nine wins, I think that's a, a successful rebuild. They're definitely here. Um, I wouldn't say that they're a guaranteed playoff team, but we'll talk about it because as I look I at, I'm going to look at the odds here. I have right? a floor, I have a prediction, and I have a, a ceiling. Plus for the 135 to make the playoffs and to miss the playoffs is a minus 165. I think, you know. Plus 135, I would like a little more value on a team that's largely been absent from the postseason for the last decade. Right. But I do like the way things look. They have a fairly easy division. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Their schedule, there's a couple pockets where I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be rough. But then there's a couple pockets where I'm like, hey, they're going to wipe the floor, I think. So let's, let's break down the schedule, right? So uh, according to what we have here in the chat, the prop beaver went on record saying the Patriots plus two and a half at Miami is the lock of the season, okay? I do don't believe there that at all. Zero times that there's going to be a New England game in Miami. That's a lock. No, exactly. So with that, I think the Dolphins get off to a one and zero start. I think they beat the Patriots. I've been on record plenty of times, and we'll talk about the Patriots tomorrow. Patriots aren't going to be very good. That's just me. I, I just think that the the run is up with Belichick. I, I, everybody says as long as that guy's there, there can't possibly be a losing season. There can't possibly be a big downfall. I disagree. 
I disagree. So hey, we'll Mac, see. Mac Jones looking ripped up. I yeah, heard. We'll I heard see. all we'll these we'll good things about, about Mac the Jones. Patriots tomorrow. Me and Dave don't necessarily agree on our outlook for the Patriots, but I'm not sold Agreed. on them either. Um, all right. So then week two, I feel like they lose right. Like their their first loss comes early, um, and it goes at Baltimore. Um, they're probably going to lose <laughs> to the Bills. AJ is heavily disputing his lock of the week, saying I did not say that. So oh. Kyle's <laughs> trolling his boy. Um, the the first couple weeks are going to be very like very rough for the for the Dolphins I think they're going to get that win over the Patriots but then they got to play Baltimore and the Bills Baltimore on the road Bills at home I think they lose both of those games and then it's like panic mode because then you got to go to Cincy and if they're one and two going into Cincinnati it's going to be rough right like I I think that while I think their offense will move and the Bengals defense is you know who they are um I don't know if these said corners are going to be able to cover and and handle all the firepower that the Bengals have. So I'm going to put that as a toss up. I'm not even going to pick that game right now. Um, at week, okay. So at week five, the Jets, I already picked the Jets to go five and oh, so I can't go back now. Um, so I think they lose to the Jets in, in New York. So I think the Dolphins are off to a very rough start, but it gets better. Hold on, hold on to your butts, okay? Because then come four wins in a row, five wins in a row, actually, versus Minnesota, home against Minnesota. Home against the Steelers, the revenge game for Brian Flores is spoiled, and the Dolphins will win that game. Uh, at Detroit, get they get a win there. At Chicago, they get a win there. Detroit, Chicago, especially, especially Chicago, one of the bottom feeders of the league. And then they stay home, and they play the Browns, and they're going to win that game too. So going into the bye, they potentially have three to four losses out of ten games. So do you have them at six and four? Do you have them at seven and three? I don't know, but the the start of the season is going to dictate the rest of this year for the Dolphins. Then they go into their bye, like I said. But here, here's where it gets tough. Well, not tough right off the bye because they're home against Houston to get that win too. But ready for this stretch, bro? Week 13 to week 16, you can even include 17. At San Francisco, at the Chargers, at Buffalo, three games in a row, then they go home to play your beloved Packers. So, and then they go on the road to play the Patriots. Oh, man, I hate to say this, but the Packers record in Florida. Yeah, you're not a big Florida guy. so bad. I know. But. So bad. But damn, dude, look at that stretch. The Niners, the Chargers, the Bills, the Packers, the Patriots on the road. Look, they might have the 49ers number in that one with a little, a little like coach on coach. Hey, buddy, I remember. Yeah, no, I I, I know what you're about to call, bud. I I get that part. And I I just, I don't know, man. I got them at 10 and 7. Okay, that's without without breaking through the schedule. I, All right, I, so, I like them over their nine to, win total so this year. Me to me with a couple toss ups, like the Green Bay game, like the game against the Bengals. There's a couple games where I'm just like, I don't know, could they beat the Packers? Right now, a gun to my head, I say no. But being that it's in Miami, maybe the odds improve. I think if Baltimore, when they play Baltimore, if Lamar studies his film for four hours that week, there's probably going to be a <laughs> really hard chance for Miami to take Baltimore out. Oh my God. Uh, we got a, a new watcher. Please like the video with Zeke, my man. First of all, great name. Ezekiel Monroe coming in saying 11 and six. So that's where I have, I have the floor at eight and nine, meaning a lot of balls don't bounce their way. They get a couple shitty they losses definitely have and they tough, finish on their five on it early. That, Baltimore is going to be a big test to early, see how that, that run defense is. Um, and even their running game. If there's one thing that I, I worry about with Miami is their ability to maybe hold a lead, even though they are, they see, look, defensively, they're set up to maintain leads because they're tough to throw on, but offensively they're not because they don't really have the greatest rushing attack. So I think Miami, you're going to see them in a lot of tight games this year. The, the point spreads are going to be narrow a lot. And Zeke, I'm not I'm not talking about, you know, just because the Bengals went to the Super Bowl doesn't mean it's an automatic loss. I'm not saying it's an automatic loss. What I'm saying is um, that the Bengals' offense is, is high-powered, and they're going into another year where they didn't lose anybody, right? So it's like they have – and they gained on their offensive line more time bro, for Burrow. And, and everybody wants to talk about Tua not being the guy. Tua, bro, it's like Jimmy G's not the guy either, apparently. But they win football games. Like Tua, every place he's ever been at has won. I understand that, and I get it. So it's the, it's, it's the Tua factor, 100%. Like I said, their floor, 8-9. and nine. My prediction for them, I got them where Vegas has them. I have them at nine and eight. Okay. Cause I think that stretch of the, the San Fran, uh, Chargers, Buffalo over under nine. I'll give them a bounce their way over. All right. I'll give them go. the bounce their way over he because survives, ladies and yes, gentlemen, I did not want to get they shot. Are gonna go uh, there was a gun to my head folks. Uh, let that be close. I, and I did say the ceiling is 10, 11 on my little jot down here. 10, 11 games is the ceiling for the, for the dolphins. So 
let's look, as much as we've been we've been talking about the AFC West throughout the course of the offseason as being the most exciting division in the league, right? Because all the teams are kind of relatively stacked. The AFC East, besides what I said about the Patriots already saying that they're going to be six, seven win. I yesterday I went on record. The Jets, I think, are going to be good. The Dolphins, we just went over. They're going to be good. The Bills are the Bills. So that's a three team race to me. I don't know. I mean, it's a two team race to see who the second place team is going to be. That's what I'm saying. A three team race to the regards of the Jets are in it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the Patriots and the Dolphins. The Jets are, they need to show me more. Hey, Zach Wilson comes out and he plays the way Sam Darnold did for the first three weeks last year. Then you could have a different, you know, they're five and oh, then of course, different story. But and it just got to prove Zeke's it. saying that uh, a lot of these defenses are not going to be able to handle the Miami Dolphins speed. And while I agree with that to an extent, it's all about how much protection you can give to a man. There's there's only you can only be so good if you're sitting back there yeah. and you're watching these guys. There's, do crossing one, way routes, to, it's there's be one way to combat speed in the NFL, and that's to smack someone right in the fucking mouth. And I worry about Miami's offense's ability to lay the wood a little bit. And that will they will run into issues, but nobody's expecting Miami to go undefeated. I think they're a ten win team because they have really good offensive parts. So now with the AFC being as as loaded as it is, and remember yesterday you did not have the Jets as a playoff team. Do you have the Dolphins as a fringe playoff team? I do. Okay, I do. I, I think do it, too. I think Miami I, gets over the playoffs. <laughs> I do too. So I got fucking nineteen teams making it in the AFC. The entire AFC is made the playoffs, except <laughs> according for the Texans, to me, except the, for the Texans. And the everybody Jaguars else have a really good chance. Jaguars do have a really good chance. And Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Uh, but I, I I truly believe that the Dolphins are going to be very good, uh, very close games, no blowouts. Uh, I'll be getting texts every Sunday from my mom saying, you know, I, uh, my Dolphins are sucking or whatever. They're we not getting, swimming right. We are getting <laughs> some shit eerily close. There she is. Football I want to try to go to a Dolphin game this year. I'm getting old. I need to see him. Well, Mom, did the Cowboys play the Dolphins? No. Um, that would have been fun, though. But if, I, I tell you what, Bob. Next time the Cowboys play the Dolphins. In Dallas, we'll go. There it is. So it is written. We'll return to Dallas. My mom was the first person to take me to Dallas at eight years old. I was on the news and everything. Just like you were a childhood actor, I could have had my uh, my moment in the sun as well. I could I could have been that guy. I was on the news. Uh, you know who? You know what's funny about that that moment of my life? Uh, I was on the news. I was interviewed about Barry Switzer. If I thought he was going to be good, right? And I was like, of course. You know, I mean, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. You know who threw it to the interviewer? Kurt Menefee, who was working local Dallas radio back then. So it's yeah, like, did so see, crazy. I did see that on socials like years back. And I was like, this fucking guy. <laughs> it's such a good time. Good, good times. So, yeah, we'll go out the back out to Dallas. I'm trying to figure out which trip I want to make this year. I got I to gotta either get out there or go to a road game. Other than the Giants game where I get to watch them bash up the Giants again. But, yeah, that'll do it for the Dolphins today. I think, like I said, I think they're going to be a good team. I think they're gonna they're gonna be very exciting if Tua has time. It's all about Tua. We've said that about a couple teams. All about the Jets are all about Zach Wilson. You know, it, it all depends. Like this team will be all about their quarterback, but that's the name of the game. It's a quarterback driven league. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're not gonna have a good team. Bar none. Straight up. That's it. Done. Anyway. All right. There's that. We oh, we look have- at that. All up to Tua. Sink or swim. <sighs> See, that's gotta be a dolphin. Dolphins can right? swim. Anyway. Dolphins so uh <laughs> I guess we can circle, circle a little bit back to the NBA conversation now that we're kind of through, okay, the, we through could. the episode. Why not? So Kawhi Leonard, Change Zion it up Williamson, there, uh, Ben Simmons. No, wake up over there. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> going to get him an air horn. Zion Williamson, <laughs> Ben Simmons. I feel like the obvious answer here is Zion because he's the youngest. I think it was uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Definitely. But Kawhi Leonard, I feel, like, I feel like out of the three guys, Zion is the one that wants to play. I don't Are think you sure? Kawhi, yeah. He wanted to eat last year. Well, he also wanted to play. And in, in, in the lead up to the postseason, as they were kind of wrapping up their season, Zion was doing windmills. doing windmill dunks. And he had his people talking to the media saying, hey, man, you know, he's ready. I'm not sure what they're doing holding him back. He wanted to play. Kawhi Leonard, it seems like he's like, oh, you know, like, you know what? I'm I'm still a little sore from last season. So I'm going to sit this season. Out. <laughs> he's had some weird run-ins with with front offices and, and trainer training staff. So I'm not sold on the Kawhi thing and Ben Simmons. I mean, could we even really talk about Ben? I Simmons? would like to make a, uh, not a gentleman's bet, but just put an over under out there. I know there's some NBA guys watching as well right now. Over under Ben Simmons plays half of the games for the Brooklyn Nets next year. 41 games over. 
Okay, so you think he's with a back, contingency back, factor with here. his back back injury. He, it's it's with a contingency is that KD and Kyrie both have to be gone because he's terrified to play with another superstar. I think. Can you imagine? Like I don't want to play with those guys. No, like he's no, so, no he's I'm so, doing he's it. Don't you dare pass me he's that such ball. a beta that he's afraid to. You know, when when you have a guy like KD, is going to get in your ass a little bit on the court, and Ben Simmons is like, mm, you know, I don't want you in my ass, so he just doesn't suit up. He doesn't suit up. He doesn't ben want anybody Simmons in his not ass. into butt stuff on the court. <laughs> it's off the court. Who knows what the fuck he's No idea. Into. He does have two, uh, some weird leopards as pets. It's like you're afraid of fucking shooting a three, <laughs> but you have two leopards. Wild animals? As a That's pet? a cheetah. Yeah, no, I put him in there. What's going on? <laughs> what, what Figure it out. No, Jack, One thing is it? way more terrifying than the other. Although I am afraid to Take shoot a jump an shot? open jump shot in front I of saw. a bunch of people. If there's like people, you know, like, oh, let me shoot around. It's like, no, no, no. You want to shoot, and I'll just cover you. Like, it's, like, it's like the opposite. No of, open jump shots. That's the opposite of what we saw with uh, so, Derek uh, Derek Jeter's. It's so captain. bad. He's like, I does, can't wait to play in front of people. I don't want to play in front of anybody. When I go play basketball, like my certain things I'm able to do athletically just doesn't line up. So you see me messing around, and you're like, oh, he's probably decent. And then I shoot, and you're like, oh, wait, he's hustling us. <laughs> he must be one of those guys. He's Billy Ho. Like, Trying to shoot bad. No, no, no. That's really it, guys. It's, I promise. <laughs> I promise. I, I've noticed jump shot. I've noticed. I like. I, I don't like. It's weird. I mean, maybe it's got. Maybe with my older age, I don't like being around people. Last night was rough for me. There was a lot. There's eighteen thousand plus around me. I was just like. I mean, there was like two adorable uh, kids with their John Cena shit. I was like, this is so cool. Stunk, huh? Like the underbelly of the wrestling world. <laughs> Madison no, Square see, Garden. Yeah, that's where you're wrong. It's the independent wrestling fans that stink. <laughs> okay, it's also Tommy. The, it's also Tommy and the WWE fans. They're classy people. They're they're cool. You know, they're doing their chants and shit. It was fun. Um, but I, I realized, like, over the last couple of days, I've been working out at the Kingdom over at John Segretti's place, and I'm like, working out alone is so much better than being distracted by. You would think that, like, there's there's times where dudes go out there and they're like, oh, I'm gonna lift more because that girl's over there, bro. I'm just like in my own element, man. Do everything I want to do solo for the rest of my life. When I go to the gym, I typically put a hoodie on and wear it up. So it's not your pump cover, like, bro. You know what that is? Ashley knows what that is. I know what it is because if like I could use the context, it's so dumb. I could like, use the context clues, but I don't even get a pump. <laughs> what are we talking about here? I'm saying like I'm covering up my pale arms. <laughs> Right. Not, not so much about the the pump. It's just the paleness. Is the, the it's just ridiculous. Pump cover, just a cover, just yeah, a cover, just a cover. No, the people literally wear hoodies to the gym. Start working out, right? And then, until they're like good and sweaty and, and pumpy, then they unveil and the, then they unveil pump. themselves. Like yeah, I am all that is mad. No, it's like, I just oh, hate Jesus. I hate the the discomfort that the air conditioner provides in the gym when I'm working out and I have a sweat. I want it hot. Yeah. And then the fucking air conditioner hits me. It's like, come on, bro. LA fitness got those big ass fans where it's just like, you're trying to sweat and then you're on the, like the elliptical or something. You're like, why am I just getting like, what is this shit? You know, I need. So I'm, I am now here by saying I will not attend the gym again until you get rid of the AC. So that's it. (laughs) There it is. If you guys want me back, then you gotta, you gotta cut the AC. (sighs) Kyle saying cleats will not work out without a hoodie. I will not. Or mm-hmm. cleats, for that matter. <laughs> Would you wear cleats at the gym? Bro, you ever <laughs> you ever squat uh, 110 in cleats? First of all, I don't one, squat. One Second ten. of all, one ten. 110. The bar. <laughs> just like, oh. Got back issues. So I used to say, I did my first deadlifts yesterday for the first time in like a long time. I hate deadlifts. But they, John's got this thing where it's just like you grab the handles. You don't have to grab like a barbell. You just go and you do your thing. I don't know. Anyway. Dave, don't ever simulate that deadlift again. Do your thing. <laughs> anyway well that's it anyway it's been a show we want to thank you guys always 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 um cleats fit cleats fit <laughs> bro dude we got an ashmere fit ashmere and, and cleats fit collab coming lauren make the shirt please cleats fit cleats fit coming to sponsored a- by the sauce network i i would hope <laughs> right? right you're gonna get endorsements <laughs> Kyle, so we're going to do a show yeah. on your page. When the hell is right? that actually happening? Are we? Um, the good thing about this show is, like, the trailer is just a bonus. It doesn't matter if we put up no trailer on Kyle's page and we just do a – I mean, he like, had, like, 8,000 like people watching his fucking free yeah. And it's like when football comes around and the Sauce Network starts humming again, we don't really – look, if we get the trailer, that's a bonus. But the beauty of this show, and when I was talking with Kyle about it, is, bro, we could sit down that Thursday and just do it because it's literally – The show is Very prepping. True. So outside of a couple – setup issues which we have to do but we have still have six weeks to <laughs> i got a text out. it's important it's actually very important been watching live 
Man, you guys curse a lot. Ray. Love it. Everything going okay? Ray, our optimum guy. Everything from what I've seen, I'll ask producer, have you seen the status bar pop out of all? Uh like once or twice. Oh no, you're killing me, Smalls. All right. Well, listen, it, nothing's perfect. All right, everything's gonna be fixed. We didn't get kicked off today. It's good. Everything's fine. Let's work. Let's get our things done. We got a lot of things to do today. Ray, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you showing up early at Chop Studios. By the way, if you've seen on Instagram, there's a couple of little virtual tours and stuff. Feel free to drop by, guys. It's gonna be a uh, a party here for the rest of the time. No, not a party, but September 1st or September 5th, we'll be launching our new website uh, with a whole bunch of new stuff for you guys to do as content creators uh, like Scoop, who has a podcast, who hasn't published one in a month. Stuff like that. You know, like, you know, who also said he hasn't lifted in uh, how long? Uh, what was it? 22 years. Now, nah, it shows, Dad Bod. <laughs> it shows completely. And for the love of God, get rid of that mustache. It's over. That whole little that whole little era where there was mustaches and mustaches alone. It's over now. Let's get rid of it. My brother-in-law, every like, these guys are all just growing mustaches out the woodwork. Like, the, like it's just, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That's it. Any other comments I want to get to? Uh, Danny DeJesus says, Gooch, hit me. Hit him right in the fucking face. I'm talking. Pound that motherfucker. I know Dude, I did once upon a time. I'm so kidding. interesting. I, how like, many times have me and Danny DeJesus actually Danny fought? Danny hit me. <laughs> my phone's right here. Text it. Or there Facebook it Messenger because I change my number every three days. <laughs> so you probably did hit me and hit me. Yeah. You actually hit someone else. Because there had to be times I was before, obviously, I know he's like familia in a in a sense with, with you. Um there had to be times I was like squared up with Danny via the Cowboys and Eagles shit. Fox yeah. and Hound, big shots. Danny's a, he's a scrapper. He's, Let a me tell, tell, he's a tough situation. He to is a tough situation. I, I don't think we yeah. ever actually got to blows, but it was just a lot of a lot of smiling, you know, like the the hard smile, like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock you out. They're like, okay, knock me out. Let's do it. And then, like, it never actually came to fruition. So, Danny, if you ever want to, like, you know, throw down, <laughs> let me know before the season starts. Oh, my goodness. All right. Danny, Anywho. I'm going to hit you right now. Where? Facebook first. Messenger. Oh, okay. Perfect. He hit you. He's been hitting. Oh, All right. Him. Ladies and gents, it's been a show. Tomorrow we got the um the whatchamacall, the uh the New England Patriots, in which again, this might be a disparaging one where I think one way and you completely think another way, but Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, all those guys. They're back. Um, you know, they have a great offensive coordinator, which is the former defensive coordinator. And then they have uh, uh, Mr. Judge uh, from the from the Giants, See, no, no, no. head coach have, to the special teams, have, to the they, offense. They have no coordinators, and that's their, their plan going forward. Great so plan. it's not Joe Judge. It's not Who Matt Patricia. Shit? They're, they're, it's just nobody. It's, all dumb. Mac got his, dumb, his hands dumb, full. But dummy McDummerson. Mac Jones looks shredded. Mac Jones. Yeah, because he probably got roasted. Hey, look. With guys like Mac Jones, look at what Brady looked like when he first started. He looked like a ball of putty. You know what I mean? And now Mac, like Mac Jones probably felt the same way last year. It looked like not your prototypical quarterback, not your Lamar Jacksons hey, of the world. But you know and, what? He lined up with like Justin Herbert's rookie numbers. I'm not saying he's going to project, but his rookie numbers to throw are, to. His rookie numbers are really good. And there was three games where they didn't even throw one pass. Right. Well, oh yeah. Remember that well, game? That was really one. But remember that greatest game ever? Which Kyle got on my case about uh, not not having the greatest game ever, uh, or, or it was the worst game of the season when it was like three pass attempts for the win. See, I like that old school shit. Anyway, what it says right here is to subscribe. Do that, please. Por favor. Also, like the video. That helps us out again. Any Dolphins fans that came in here and chimed in, we want to thank you for watching. Tune in every day, guy. We're there like, every day. I feel like we didn't make any enemies with the Dolphins today. We had nothing but great things to say, so hopefully – the comments treat us well. Globally. Right? Yeah, no, I would well about the, the Titans fans have completely crucified me on the stake. Like it was it's been bad. Every day is another comment. And I'm just like, dude, get off me already. Like, you don't know the shout Titans. Out, shout out to Dave defending the Cowboys any chance he gets. Give these guys a break, Dave. They're Titans fans. The thing is, all I'll we're say, allowed to no, do see my defense for anything that's like anti-cowboy is usually like a statistic or usually like something that with some backing. Oh, yeah. Explain Zeke. He's going to lead the league in rushing this but year. Based on your statistics? Or no, based on the your, way he looks. The way you think. Shredded. Shredded. Exactly. exactly. Zeke. You see what Freedom. I did there, people? Let's go. Um, Titans may miss the playoffs here. Don't tell. Hey, actually, you know what, AJ? Do yourself a favor. You're on this right now. When we get off, go to the Titans preview video right there on the Chop Sports YouTube channel. There's a plethora I'm not of sure. comments. I need you to go in on every single one I'm of them. I'm not sure with the turnover on offense with the Titans have had 
that anybody could be consistently con- thinking or confident in thinking that they're going to be a better team. They're not going to win 12 games again. I mean, no according way. According to those comments, we were getting crushed or I was getting crushed. Circle back in about four months. See you there. See you there. All right. So for Sturch, Gooch, and of course, Nick behind the glass, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow with the New England Patriots from Boston. Wicked suck this year. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.